is Strictly Baseball. I am Jacob Brown, joined by Rory Tedmer. This week, we're going to give you our top 10 left fielders here on the Rankham Series, where we've been ranking the top 10 position players at each position in Major League Baseball. We went over how the list works uh, on the first podcast on the top 10 catchers, but uh, I'll go over a little brief summary here. We value batting average uh, between a, po- a half point and two and a half points, home runs, RBIs, OBP, advanced stats like Woba and Weighted Drunk Created Plus, the classic OPS, stolen bases, and then we also value defensive metrics like DRS and OAA. That all gets calculated into a, a total system, and that ranks the player. We, we factor in injuries and prior seasons as well, and those have certain values as well. If you want the in-depth explanation, go to our top 10 catchers and listen to all of them because we've done catchers and we've gone in the order of position numbers and now we're on the left field, Rory. This is one of the weaker positions, I guess. Uh, not as fun, maybe, but uh, it's still a fun list to talk about. Oh, yeah. No, it is weak. <laughs> it is weak, for sure. Uh, I mean, it's pretty given that we got some, you know, one-year, two-year players on this that, you know, are just on it because they had a, one good season. So, um, it's definitely, I'd say, probably the weakest position. We uh, Center field might be. But they're getting saved by, you know, Trout there as well. So um, definitely, I think the weaker, probably the weakest position. Um, but it's uh, it's still a good list. You know, there's still definitely conversations to have. I honestly think this might be the list closest to like what I'm actually going to have. Um, oh. Aside for one glaring, you know, <clears throat> anomaly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it might be the closest to what I would have. Um, Pretty much. There's still going to be some changes, but pretty much, you know, I would say the closest. So, uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. Excited for it for sure. Yeah, no, this is going to be a good list. And before we do begin, before people riot when I post my list on Twitter and it doesn't include Jordan Alvarez, we're doing a DH list. MLB Network doesn't do that. Uh, that's something that I feel like with a universal DH, we have enough now to put a top 10 together. Uh, and more so. I mean, there were some guys I left off of a full-time DH where I could look at them and say, okay, most of their games are going to be DH. But uh, yeah, Michael Brantley, though, we are considering a left fielder because I believe he's the primary left fielder out in Houston right now. So that's how it works. But um, the average mean for 2022 for these players is eight. So, you know, you compare that to shortstops, that was 8.7, 8.8 for third, 8.2 for second. Um, so this is this is the lowest list total uh, so far. It's actually lower than catchers as well, which really surprises me. But uh, let's start at number 10 from the Chicago White Sox with five and a half points. It's Andrew Benintendi. And this is a guy that had a nice 2022. I thought that he would be a lot higher on this list. And based off of this free agency, you would have thought maybe that as well. And at a weak position, how is he still number 10? I, I do think that he should be higher. But if you really look at what he does, last year, 302, five bombs, 51 ribbies, a really high OBP at 371. Uh, but but he's really topped out over the last three years. And I'm including 2019 as that third year because 2020 really wasn't a thing for him, where his highest weighted drunk created plus is 122. And that's really nice. And it's a good, you know, above average player. But that's the five home runs. And, you know, he's just a 300 hitter with a really good OBP. He plays slightly above average defense. 
and he's a good player and he steals some bags, but not quite an 800 OPS. He hasn't really shown power in a few years. And so I can actually kind of see it because if he doesn't hit 300, how valuable is he? Yeah, it's uh, it's someone that I definitely have, I think, a little bit higher here. Um, and I'm not expecting – I was not expecting him at 10, but uh, he's he's put together some good seasons. I thought he, you know, all hype in, uh, in Boston. He had a really good, uh, you know, one-two season stretch there in Boston, I think. Um, other than that, you know, he fell off quick, but he's rebounded. Uh, he's rebounded for sure. Had a good stint in KC, was able to get himself out of there. And then obviously now he goes to Chicago and is their highest paid player, uh, ever. So that makes, that makes all sense. But, um, no, he's a guy that, you know, you can, you can pretty much rely on, uh, I would say to, to be right around there, 270, um, to get even, you know, try and improve on that 302, obviously a great season for him. The lack of games I'm seeing, he's not playing anywhere near 160. Uh, when's, yeah. the, when's the last time he's gone over 150? You can't even see. Um, I mean, 2019, 138. 2021, 134. 2022, 126. So that's an issue. Um, not a lot of power. In fact, you know, five home runs this year is dismal. Uh, not what a, you would usually expect from your left fielder. Um, just any outfield position, really, but. He's a good player. I would have him higher. I uh, just don't know if. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right, like he doesn't wow you anymore. You're right. He was totally overhyped in Boston, and uh, you know, I, again, he's a good player. I think he's one of three leadoff hitters in Chicago. So I keep thinking, where is he going to hit? Is it going to be him, Robert Anderson, hitting one, two, three in some sort of order? Or do they drop him a little bit? I don't know, because the White Sox are going really contact-oriented in that way. So, Benintendi, I think he fits with the White Sox, good lefty balance, and he takes Eloy and Vaughn out of left field defensively for the White Sox. So, he really makes sense for them, and uh, good player number 10. Next one, Rory. Yeah, coming in at number 9. I don't know if – was he really, like, that big in 2021? Not really, but – a uh, guy that really burst onto the scene this year, had a few big games uh, for the Los Angeles Angels. It's Taylor Ward with a six and a half uh, points there. Um, he gets the tiebreaker. He loses a tiebreaker, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, Taylor Ward, you know, a guy that, you know, I like I said, burst onto the scene this year. I think he played a multitude of positions. He wasn't just uh, he wasn't just left field. So uh, he's, yeah. he's slotting himself mainly less left field this year for sure uh, because – I think Los Angeles kind of improved around around the horn where they're not going to be playing a lot of utility guys, but uh, 135 games, 281, 23 bombs. I mean, in your first real season, what, that's exactly what you need uh, from a guy you probably weren't expecting much of. I don't know if he was a top prospect for them, but uh, did some pretty good things there. I mean, 137 weighted runs created plus, that's decent. Negative um, three DRS and a one OAA. Uh, so, you know, below average defender, but uh, – Still, from someone that you're not expecting much of, over the top, I mean, you got to be excited if you're a Los Angeles Angels fan. Yeah, yeah. No, and he did switch outfield positions last year, but he will be let because they got Hunter Renfro, so he's going to be – the award's going to be left this year. Um, But, yeah, good player. It's just I had him in fantasy baseball last year, and he – his first half and his second half really kind of tell the story, and I'll pull those stats up in a second, but – 
that's really what it is for me here is that like I, I didn't really think about him for this list because of that. He had such a good first half and then not a good second half at all. And that kind of makes me think, is it an aberration? But now he doesn't have to be relied upon as much. With this Angels team with a lot more bats, maybe he hits fifth, sixth in the order. Maybe he still leads off. I don't know. But, you know, good righty power, probably the fourth or fifth best bat on the Angels now, which is pretty crazy. I mean, you look at that lineup, Trout, Otani, Rendon, Renfro, then Ward. And that that's like five legitimate bats for that LA Angels team. Pretty cool right there. And uh, still trying to pull up those uh, – splits but uh anything else on ward no not really anything else i'm trying to see uh who's not on this list because i don't know if i'd have taylor ward uh he's my number 10 in my list i don't know if i'd have him if i can find someone better um yeah i'm just trying to see who we missed uh like i said he's, he's another guy not flashy so i mean we're starting this list off with two not flashy guys um, yeah, but they do the job. Uh, where, where, and, are we going? A, and I, I was actually wrong about this, but his projection, he was actually pretty much the same player first and second half. Oh my God. MLB has him number four. Am I nuts or are they nuts? Well, I mean, if he repeats 137 wage on created plus that's top five. I mean, if you look at the 137, let, for instance, Randy Rosarena had a 125. Kyle Schwarber led the National League in home runs at a 128. Yeah. No, that's so like, good. I don't know if he's putting number four right away, though. No, um, I don't think so either. Where where do we have Tyler O'Neill? Not here. He hit 186. Jesus. They have him number yeah. seven. Eloy Jimenez stinks. Eloy's a DH, yeah. And then uh, Jock is also a DH now. Who's uh who was the Dodgers left fielder last year? <clears throat> well, this year it's gonna be Chris Taylor, I think. He could play. Yeah, Chris Taylor can go anywhere though. Chris Taylor can go anywhere. He, he might go be. Now they got Miguel Rojas. Well, um, you see, Lux today went down. Did he? Non-contact, oh, running to third. Wow, I did not see that. Yeah, wow. he did. Looks like one of those knee pop, not good looking things. That's a game changer. And where is uh, what's Verdugo versus uh, Yoshida? What's what's that about? Uh, well, Verdugo had a terrible year last year. He's yeah. playing right field, I believe, for ball. And then Yoshida hasn't played big league ball yet. How I have nothing to base I, it off of. Yeah, you have nothing to base that off. I don't think he should be on the list yet, but um, I just wanted to see who's playing in left field there. Yeah, and then we'll we'll give the. I mean. I guess we'll just give the just missed earlier now because uh, Mark Canna, New York Mets, doesn't make it. Lourdes Gurriel, Jr., now with the Arizona Diamondbacks, does not make it. So those were two that were the, right on the periphery there. That, But everyone else, you know, Jock moves from left to DH. That took a candidate out of here. So, um, yeah. And then also – no, 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 the, the, that's a mistake. But, yeah, no, the, 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 that's the reason why – it's it's the group that we have. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Do we want to uh want to get the eight here? Yeah. So he has the it factor with the same amount of points as Taylor Ward with six and a half, and I think this is justifiable based on the conversation that we are having right now. Michael Brantley gets the it factor. 
if you're even if I didn't give him the it factor, you would still be like, I think I'll take Michael Brantley over Taylor Ward this year. I think that's, I mean, uh, based off the career, the pedigree, blah, blah, blah. And when he was healthy last year, he was putting up numbers. He was still Michael Brantley. So there's no reason to think that he will not be Michael Brantley. He's at number eight. And for me, he has like the least explanation on this list. Everybody knows who Michael Brantley is. Base hits, solid at-bats, big leaguer. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. He's, uh, I mean, you look at the years before last year, even then, so last year, I mean, 64 games, 288. Years before, 2019, 311, 2020, 300, and 2021, 311. Uh, I think, and I'm pretty sure he led the MLB in, or at least the AL in average uh, in 2021. Um, so it's a guy that, you know, I really would probably put higher on the list, but injury, injury, injury. Yeah. Uh, 64 games, obviously this year, only 121 in 2021, 46 in 2020, and then 148 in 2019. So he's not, he's not playing there every day. Uh, obviously he is older. So I feel like some of those, you know, obviously going to be off days for the kid, but, um, mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I mean, he's just a guy that's going to get you base hits. And I think he's scoring a lot more runs than he is hitting like, you know, RBIs because 47 RBIs in 121 games in 2021's putrid. I think he's really more of the guy, you know, he's that's going to get hit in. Because, uh, you know, you think you're on a high-powered offense in Houston. You should be getting a lot more RBIs if you're a good hitter. But, no, I think he's I think he's the one getting hit in. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, a guy that really, really I wanted on the Phillies when he was a free agent back, whenever he was a free agent. Uh, no, but he, he belongs on this list, and he belongs probably where he is. Yeah, no, I mean, he, I, I wanted him too for a few years there when it was running back Brett Gardner every year for the Yankees. I wanted some Michael Brantley, but uh, 362 on base when he hit 311 two years ago. So that's, you talk about he's getting knocked in. Well, yeah, 362 on base as well. So at number seven with seven points from now the Toronto Blue Jays, Dalton Varsho. And this is a guy that I didn't know anything about really until he was in trade rumors most of the Diamondbacks players honestly I was like that with but if you look at his year offensively he's just above league average 106 weighted drunk created plus I hate the OBP at 302 with the low average of 235 but I feel like with the shift changing and we've already seen it in like three days of spring training Matt Olson just had a trickler up the middle that got past the second baseman in, in spring training and he was smiling when you get that's going to happen way more than people think. I don't think Varsha is going to hit 235 again. Um, he also had 27 bombs, but the thing that stick and 16 steals, the thing that steps out with him is his defense 14 DRS and a 9 OAA in right field. He's now left field with Toronto. No reason to think that'll go away, but the, the dimensions are changing all over in Toronto. I don't know what that will mean, but still, Varsho has promise. Young player. Also talking about, you know, offense on a team that doesn't have any. Uh, so, I mean, getting 27 bombs with 74 RBIs on a team that's like the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2022, uh, that's impressive. So a guy that I'm for sure was sleeping on, you know, entering the season and probably through the season. But he's a guy that, you know, you're, you're playing against in fantasy and you're like, who the heck just put 14 points up against me? Why is Dalton Park doing this? And all of a sudden, yeah, you hit two bombs in one game, and you're like, what the heck's going on here? Um, but you know, he should definitely be a good uh, you know, little pickup there for uh, the Blue Jays, who, honestly, what would you say? 
that's an improvement over Gurriel, right? I mean, considering we don't have him on the list, yeah. I mean, yeah, for is sure. Is it an improvement over Gurriel and Hernandez, though? <sighs> Can't say that. No. What is it? Springer, Varsho, and who? Uh, Kiermaier in center for defense. They did it for defense. They did do that for defense. Yeah. 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 And now Whit, Whit Merrifield, second base. Yeah. Isn't Kiermaier favorite player? Oh, yeah. I, I love him. I love when he jumps for balls when he doesn't have to and looks at the camera after. I love it. But uh, Kevin Kiermaier, everyone. But, yeah, Dalton Varsho at number seven has promise for sure. At number six, another player that should totally be higher on this list. He has swag, the whole deal from the Chicago Cubs, Ian Happ. He's also in the podcasting business like us. So um, I guess we're trying to beat him in the ratings. So uh, Ian Happ at number six. What do you think about him, Rory? Uh, not a guy, you know, that you're, you're exactly right. I mean, sleeper heavy, um, but he's a good player. You know, I think he, he was an all-star starter this year, wasn't he? Maybe, but he was definitely the all-star for the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, I think he was definitely, he might have been in there. Um, good little, good player there for the Cubs. Um, has he always been a Cub? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, I mean, he only started really uh you know, coming on in 2021, 148 games played, uh, 226 average was slight there in 2021, but he really burst out this year. 158 games played. You love to see that 271, uh, 17 bombs, a little low, but 72 RBIs for an offense. Again, that's, you know, kind of similar there to the uh, Diamondbacks didn't really have anything. Um, and I think the big thing here for Ian Happ, 14 DRS, uh, is, you know, pretty amazing right there, uh, in left field for Matt Wrigley. Um, that's a good. That's a good little number there. One twenty weighted runs created plus, uh, seven eighty one OPS is. It's decent. It's not amazing. It's decent. It's not amazing for sure. And there's people. One person with a lower OPS actually, but I guess that was just an off season for him. But, um, either way, he's a good player for the Cubs, and uh, someone I think that might even burst even on a little more here. He's got to take on a veteran role now. Um, contract year. Yeah, contract year, and he's also got to be, you know, expected to be one of those top guys uh, in a lineup that, you know, is just trying to muster some stuff together. I mean, you're talking about Bellinger, Hosmer. Uh, they, who's their uh, Japanese guy that they got? Saya. Yeah, Saya uh, Suzuki. Um, and then also Nico Horner and Danzy Swanson coming in. Uh, an offense that's trying to do it, for sure. Um and they might be able to, you know, make some things interesting there with the Brew Crew battling for second, second place. <laughs> Only concern there for the Cubs again, pitching, pitching, pitching. Yeah, um, they got none of it. <laughs> they got none of it for sure. So, yeah. um, good player Ian Happ. I have him definitely around here on the list, but uh, might maybe one higher. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, and uh, at number five is his former teammate with the same amount of points, similar situation. Here with the it factor as the tiebreaker, we know why. I mean, Chris Bryant threw uh, the final out of the World Series back in 2016 with the Chicago Cubs. Key contributor to that. I'll always give him credit for that. Uh, he was always feared during that run. But I almost took it away from him for going to the Rockies. You know, I mean, like, because I remember criticizing that at the time and being like, what the hell is he doing? But, um, you know, he won his championship. He's a good player. But... Much like Brantley, 
He was injured, but the reason why he's so much higher than Brantley is because he his stat categories really fell in a little bit higher than Brantley in the limited amount of time that he played. And uh, yeah, and then I get and for injured players, I give a little bit more credit to the year before. So the year last year for Bryant, twenty five home runs, two sixty five, and I think he would have had a higher average with Colorado. Probably would have hit way more home runs. Crazy thing is he didn't hit a single home run at Coors as a Rocky, so he's still looking for that. And, uh, yeah, no, so Chris Bryant, the problem is the Rockies stink. And his defense stinks as well. I mean, negative five. He's not a left fielder. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I I criticized his move to Colorado big time, Uh, and that's mainly because he could have gotten whatever he wanted uh, with the Phillies and joined his best friend. uh, Yeah. So, um I criticized that big time. He sold his life away there. He's, he'll never make the playoff with the Rockies. That's just guaranteed. Um, and that's shocking that he's never gotten a home run in Colorado. 42 games played still. I mean, you're. it's amazing he hasn't got a home run there. Yeah, you're five on the year. Yeah, uh, that's, that's tough. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a guy that belongs on the list, um, wherever I think you put him, would he fit in at 3B? No, they got Ryan McMahon who had a good year. No, I'm just saying, uh, would they fit in? Like, would he if he was just still? Oh, yes, he would have. He would have beat a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about that? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely, like I said, I was definitely hard on him for uh, for choosing the Rockies because considering he could have just done anything else, <laughs> he didn't even have to go to Philly. He could have gone any playoff team, but. Uh, I guess that's what happens when you chase the bag. And, uh, yeah, he's a guy that, like I said, definitely belongs on this list. The 851 OPS is nice. Um, and, obviously, he's done that, you know, pretty through and through, 835 and 2021 as well. Um, good player. Yep, Chris Bryant at number five. Now at number four from the Tampa Bay Rays with eight points, Randy Arozarena. This is a dude, another one, where you're like, what? He's at number four? But this is when we start to get into the truly, these four, I think, are indisputably, actually, no, I mean, you could argue for other people, but I th- these guys are top five. There's no doubt in that. But Arena is really overhyped for his 2020 postseason run and for his 2020 COVID year where he lit the world on fire. And I was notorious at the time when Steve was on these pods as a Rays fan, and I always told him straight to his face, uh, he is going to go down. He is not going to sustain 2020 as much as you might want it to happen. He's going to go down and he has now gone down in each consecutive season. Uh, according to the advanced stats from 2021, he went from a 128 to a 125 weighted drunk created plus Woba went from a 350 to a 336 OBP went from a 356 to a 327, same amount of home runs. He did have 20 more RBIs in 12 more games, but the defense is also negative in both areas. He did have 12 more steals with 32. I think he's a complete player that does everything. I mean, if you look at him and you're like, well, uh, out of my left fielder, I'm going to get 20 and 90 with 30 steals. (laughs) Great. I mean, that's a really good player, but he's not the best defender and the OBP is not great. The advanced stats are, you know, the advanced stats are right where Hap is essentially. The 32 bags is nice, though. 
The third yeah. Jags is nice. No, that's exactly what you probably want from a left fielder. I think he's just going down because expectations. Uh, when you got no expectations, you can play out of your mind. Um, he's obviously now been kind of thrown into a big-time role there in Tampa Bay. Um, and he's, like you said, he's just gone down. Uh, everything's gone down. It's, you know, obviously he played a few more games in 2021 versus 2022. So his RBIs stayed the same, you know, RBIs went up, but, um, everything else, you know, is going down steadily. And, uh, he definitely belongs top five and he's coming in at four here. Uh, that might be where I'd put him, but a guy that's definitely got to, you know, turn it on, uh, if he ever, Probably wants you know if the Rays want to make the playoffs. I think they need him to do a little bit more, um, for sure. Don't you? Wouldn't you say? I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to get the OBP and average up for sure, and you got to defend. Yeah. No, I feel like a Rays team that kind of just needs a little bit more. If he could be a two eighty hitter and doing yeah. all that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be that'd be ideal right there. Um, other than that, you know, I don't have him over. At least the top two in my book. He could be over to our number two right here, but give us three, Rory. All right. Well, <laughs> at three, um, just a great guy, a good dude, throw and throw. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies, Kyle Schwarber, left fielder. Um, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Uh, you know, just contact guy, but he's gonna mash home runs. Uh, hundred fifty-five games. A lot of those didn't get injured, really. Um, 218 batting average is why I say he's not the best hitter, but 46 bombs, 94 RBIs, slotting in very nice in the leadoff role. So he's getting a lot of those solo shots in the leadoff role. Um, and a guy that hey, just – Hey, hey, not anymore. Not anymore. I love it. They turn to those solo shots, turn to the two-run shots. So um, you definitely don't applaud him for his defense either. Negative 14 DRS, negative uh, 13 OAA. You want to vomit, but uh, goddamn, do I love him out there? Um, it's uh, it's a guy who probably should be a DH, uh, but the Phillies chose. You know, just who cares about defense? We'll we'll get to the you know we'll get to the playoffs and figure it out from then. Um, I mean, what is it? What is it? What does that actually look like watching Phillies games routinely? Do you feel that negative DRS? No, you don't. It's just that he's because he's not like making. He's not dropping pop flies. Uh, like you know, he's gonna catch a routine flop, pop. Right. He's, not, he's just not getting the balls in the gap, and he's he's, he's not gonna lay out there. Uh, he's just not getting to it. The good thing is, really, if they, I feel like there's not much that they see like over his head to his left. So in the center field gap, it's more down the line, and you just he's not getting there. He'll they'll never get there, and then he like doesn't have like the strongest arm really. Um, I don't see him throw many people out. But uh, I think the big thing about Kyle Schwarber, his presence, dude. He's just going to be in the playoffs every single year. Yeah. Um, and he's got a, the locker room presence that he brings might be the most important to the Phillies. Uh, a glue guy through and through. He created, you know, the dancing on my own. Um, <laughs> a, a guy that you just signed, honestly, for that. Uh, you see what he did with, you know, the Cubs. He was a big factor there. The Red oh, Sox. Yeah. Even though they didn't make the uh, World Series, he was a big factor on that uh, last year's team. So, uh, well, 2021's team. And uh, went to the Nationals. He's back with Kevin Long. Guy owns June. Uh, it's 
really good guy, and I have him at number two on my list. It's a shame he comes in here at number three, especially with who's over him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say this about Schwarber. The 218 is an aberration. There's no way, and again, I'm not even going to say because of the shifts and because he's a lefty, which that's a factor too, but – 266 in 113 games with 32 bombs in 2021, 250 average in 155 games in 2019 with 38 bombs. So he has shown an ability to hit at least 250 with power, and that doesn't go away. I think he absolutely bare minimum hits 245 this year. And if he hits 245 with that OBP being more than 100 over, I can deal with 218 with an OBP a hundred over that that's that like, that's when I can deal with it mentally almost with it being that low. And you know, the 46 obviously makes up for it too. And the clutchness and the it factor that we gave him nine points, nine overall. And uh, you know, he is, uh, I mean, I think he's at least a two forty-five hitter. And if he gets there out of the two all with a three forty-five, three fifty OBP and the 40 bombs, they, I mean, he's, that's amazing. And and factoring in him hitting hitting home, you know, a Trey Turner. He's you know, his RBIs yeah. are gonna even go up. If you can get a hundred RBIs, that's great. Uh Turner's gonna steal. Oh what? Turner's gonna steal all the time. Yeah. Oh my god. Turner first game, first at bat, base hit on a three two count, steal <laughs> base, and then uh who hit him in? Uh, I don't even remember who hit him in. Someone immediately hit him in and it was great. Uh it's spring training. It was, it was a messed up lineup, but um, yeah, no, he's a guy. I mean, you just gotta love him. And for a team that went to the World Series, the Phillies sure do have like a lot of like they could still be better. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Schwarber two eighteen, he could be better than that. Castellanos is the big one. Uh, if he can improve, then the lineups all of a sudden, you know, like whoa, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is nuts. This is nuts for sure. Um, but yeah, and then so can I say number two as well? Go for or it. Or do I? Or do I take one? Uh, uh, up to you. I hate number one. I'll take two. Um, so number two is a guy who's good. A guy who's good for sure. Just got to do it again. Stephen Kwan of the Cleveland Guardians, uh, a guy that I had in fantasy for a long time, uh, and he was just you know doing what he's doing, getting base hits, two ninety eight. Uh, had nothing else besides that. Uh, you know, six homers. That's why I dropped him. He wasn't, you know, giving me more points than just the base hits. Uh, you got six homers, 52 RBIs. The 373 OBP is nice. Uh, the 124 weighted run created plus, very good for that Cleveland Guardians offense. 19 bags, that's good. And then a 15 DRS and a 10 OAA is where he's standing, you know, out above some of the others for sure. Um, didn't win rookie of the year. Could have. Um, but you know, obviously Jeremy Pena had a lot more star power going there. Uh, I don't, I don't think he should be two, but he's a good player. And if he does what he does, you know, keeps doing that, you're looking at a guy that will be two. Um, just after one year, you got to do it again. Uh, there's no doubt. Oh, uh, I'm with you. I mean, he's basically to me, he is Benintendi with the weighted run created plus and the average and the power. He's basically a Benintendi's year in terms of that and the OBP. I mean, it was almost exactly the same. And then you add in the steals of a Rosarena and the defense of Varsho. And that's, he's like a, a, a combination of those three players in left field right now. And that's why all those points 
pile it up, but absolutely do it again for, for Steven Kwan. So he's a good player, hits the ball the other way. He's going to work in this day and age, but absolutely do it again for him. And uh, yeah, I mean, but 15 DRS, 10 OAA is crazy by uh, by him in a rookie season in a tough outfield where you got that big wall. So um, good, good player, Stephen Kwan. But yeah, I'll give you number one. And I think it's easy to predict. Now, maybe some of you are like, who's number one? Because Juan Soto last year played right field for the San Diego Padres. This year, he's apparently going to be their left fielder and Tatis is going to be in right. That is apparently the plan right now for the San Diego Padres because they have the DH platoon of Matt Carpenter and Nelson Cruz going right now. There's there's no other spot. That's what you got to do. So Soto's playing left field, and uh, he's somebody that I got into Twitter spats about, a lot of people calling out his 242, and I don't like that either, but – when you hit 242, what did I just say before? If you have an OBP at least 100 points over when you're hitting 242, I'll be okay with it. His was 160 points over at 401. So he's still going to walk. And But this was the classic phrase that Rory told me all summer. Uh, we don't pay you to walk. Uh, so uh, Rory doesn't like that as much as I do. And we, we would have spats about that uh, over the summer and, you know, Ford City Radio. You know, we'd be, you know, OBP is not as big for Rory, but for me, it's like 401 on base is insane because when you look at 2021, he had a 465 on base percentage, 2020, 490 in 47 games, and 2019, the 401, which is more like what this year was. But I just think over time, when you have a, an ability to look at a, you know, have that strike zone ability and the recognition like that at this age and to be able to hit 242, but to be able to make up for it like that, that is an uncanny skill. That's like Joe being Joey Votto at whatever age Soto is right now, 23, 24, 25. He's basically Joey Votto, Tony Gwynn, Barry Bond, whatever you want to say in terms of on base skills. It's, it's really incredible. And then he hits 27 bombs this year and you call it a down year. And, and it's, you know, he's still a superstar player. He's not a good defender at all, but he's switching back to left. So maybe they think with the short left field there in San Diego, it's, it might be easier for him to man that outfield. But uh, Juan Soto is clearly the best left fielder in baseball. Just some people knock him as an overall superstar. I like I like your ending there, um, for sure. I mean, on this list, you got to put him there. Uh, just because everyone, you know, has him. I mean, if you're putting him in left field, he's going to be the top guy, especially out of these people. Um, I get it, a down year, but look at look at Reese Hoskins' stats this year. And is that a de- is that a good year for Reese Hoskins, or is this a down year for Reese Hoskins? Uh, you know, right around the same average, more home runs, more RBIs. Yeah, he doesn't walk as much on an OBP. Um, well, that's what it is. <clears throat> But, but, I mean, Reese Hoskins is Reese Hoskins. This is Juan Soto. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, 332 to 401. That's 70% more getting on base. And Reese Hoskins actually, I think, walks like, like a crap ton. But, um, I, I, so I really don't understand that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a guy that we were mentioning yesterday. I don't have in my in my needle movers. I Right now, I do not have him as the needle mover. Um, Unreal. 
I have. Yeah, I already told you my five. It's oh. it's Otani, Trout, Harper, Judge, and Betts. Uh, if I why though? Because Soto won a chip without Harper in Washington. He had an entire full roster that was great. Oh come, super Harper did too. Now we have Trey Turner. We have the same thing. We're gonna win. Except uh, oh, they had do they had Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. And so they- did Harper. Harper was Juan Soto was a rookie when Harper was there. Yeah, but Harper had Strasburg yeah. and Rendon and and Scherzer. Strasburg was injured, and you goddamn know it. We were making the playoffs. Were, I, Strasburg was still injured, and you know all that stuff. You know that right. they were winning the NL East and making the playoffs. And Anthony Rendon. He just, just went to the wild. He just went to the World Series in '87 wild card team. Turned to do with an NL East champ once. Turner and Juan Soto were young when Harper was there. They get the next thing. Uh, I don't think he had Corbin. I don't think Harper had Corbin. No, he didn't have Corbin. Corbin was good that year, and he was. I think he was decent in the playoffs. Um, I don't think they should have beat the Astros, but Astros are still, you know, recovering. The year they win the World Series, this man hits two eighty two with thirty four bombs and one hundred ten RBIs. With a 401 on base. And he hasn't hit 34 yet since. He hit 32, uh, 29 and 27. I mean, come on. Not 34. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just saying, he did, we were just arguing about the World Series. I mean, he, he led that team to a championship. Him he and Red Bill were the two bats. Who are you paying more money right now, Harper or Juan Soto? Harper, I'm just saying Soto should be in the conversation. You have to have five. You're putting. Who are you taking out of that conversation? That area. Name me the five: Trout, Otani, Harper, Judge, and Betts. Take Betts oh. out. Do it. Do it. Take them out. <laughs> Take them out. Man, dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Take them out. Yeah, oh. you, can't. you can't. I just think over time, man. Especially okay. We could shift into this because we just did the left field. We'll do. I'll go over ten through one quick and get into this. Benintendi at 10, Taylor Ward at 9, Brantley 8, Varsho 7, Hap 6, Bryant 5, Rosarena 4, Schwarber 3, Quan 2, Soto 1. So if the Padres, who just locked up Machado, you know, Machado's like, I want to test free agency, then they're like, no, we're giving you the bag. If Soto has a good year and it is him and Machado and Bogarts, he's going to win multiple championships if they lock him up too. He's going to win multiple championships, and over time, he could be a dynasty-type player. Who's pitching for the Padres? It's, it's their guy is you, Darvish? <laughs> Joe Musgrove. Get out of here. He got lit up as well. They both Blake Snell. LCS because they, they're choke artists. They both stink. Uh, needs, they're going to – unless they get someone, you know, like from the Milwaukee Brewers come trade deadline time. Oh, then you're then you're talking about the real team, but uh, I mean they're exactly what the Phillies are. Who cares about defense? I'm throwing two terrible corner outfielders. <laughs> they're going to be great offensively, Tatis and Juan Soto. Um, I mean, who cares? They're they're pretty much the same thing. Obviously, they got a lot more star power uh, than the Phillies with Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts. Uh, then their complementary pieces are even better. I mean, Jake Cronenworth as a complementary piece is unbelievable. Uh, I just threw it through. It's uh, it's just so interesting that you know they're obviously the favorites. I think in the in the NL right now, them and the Mets. 
Um, but I don't, I don't trust their pitching at all. Um, and yeah, they have Hader who was lights out in the playoffs, but he's not going to be lights out when you're not going into the ninth of the lead. So, uh, <laughs> Five plus ERA. yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, whatever. Yeah. He's number one and he's a good player. He's not going to be, he wouldn't be number one in right fielders. That's, that's for sure. And he's not going to be, that's true. He's, yeah. four, he's four in right fielders. Wait, yeah. let, me, let me actually look at the list. Wait, have you haven't done the right fielder list yet? Uh, but uh, he, I mean, four. my personal, I mean, you know, like my. Uh, Absolutely. Four, yeah. My personal, he'd be four. So, I mean, what does that say? <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, come on. It's, uh, you know, it, I don't know. Yeah. What are you doing with Aaron Judge here? We're putting him at one. That is not one. Get out of here. That's two weeks from now. That's two weeks from now. Yeah, no, yeah, right field's coming. That, that's gonna be fun. I'm. I change my mind every time I think about it. I just realized we got to be done with this. Uh, you know, before we move, before we get out of here. Yeah, we definitely should. We definitely should plan on that. Yeah, I mean, we got to get center fielder, right fielder. Then we'll do starting pitchers. I'll probably combine DH with pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe like a season preview pod, and then that's it right there. Yeah. You might be looking at two a week, though. You might have to pre-record the weeks ahead. That'll be fun. Could pre-record it, and then you just release it when you want to. Yeah. Trade deadline preview pods. (laughs) In in April. Yeah. Gordon Burns has got to (laughs) go. Hey, WBC preview, you know, all that. But, uh, yeah, no, WBC starting soon, March 7th, spring training underway. Last thing I'll talk about here, pitch clock. Amazing. Yeah. uh, I mean, for for yes, yeah. Um, Really, I mean, really, I mean, like, I mean, are you going to say the Red Sox game should have ended like that? You can't, well, you can't I, I, end that way, dude. Well, first of all, that's never going to happen. Second of all, uh, it's a spring training game that ended in a tie. Let's stop overreacting to to a spring. That will never, ever happen. And I, mean, I guarantee you <laughs> I either either someone was testing that out to see if they really would do that and and end a game like that. Um, I, I don't think that's going to stick. And, and players have said that they're going to, have like there's something called a common sense clause, where an umpire can just be like, "No, we're not doing that." Bryce Harper's homer wouldn't have happened if he had to. Uh, it would have happened still, but uh, in the NLCS, I mean, he wasn't looking at the pitcher before all that. He no, I mean, dude, I mean, there's no way that that ever happens after that. I think that's why they have this hap- They're being so strict on it in spring training. They're telling you right now. When it comes to the ninth inning, get in the box because we're going to end the damn game. And I don't think anyone's going to step out of the box. That sucks, dude, though. Like, I got to prepare in the ninth. You're talking about clutch. I need some time to think. I'd be upset if I was on the mound, honestly, because I would not be able to follow that. I slow things down. Yeah, wow. <laughs> some, gonna- some pitchers are saying they like it. They're getting the tempo. Unless you're in a zone, unless you're in the zone. But when I got, you know, if I got a runner on, I'm slowing it down. I'm not, yeah. Well, at least it goes to 20 seconds. 
Yeah. Okay. But like, it, 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 what they should do is like, if these games are averaging two and a half hours, which they're already twenty-seven minutes shorter, if the pitchers are like, can you give us another two seconds with runners on base and another two seconds with runners off and make it seventeen and twenty-two? Who cares? Like, it's already faster, and most people are under the clock anyway. Like, I, I've been watching you, you like the way Yes does it. They don't have the clock appear till six seconds are left on it it very rarely gets to that point. So most of the time you're having these pitches come every 10, 15 seconds. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be a fun year. And next week we got a WBC. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. USA March 11th. So yeah, next week. Yeah. And I'm sure all the team USA is going to drop out again, you know, all <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Kyle Freeland. I hope we're again. I'm going to the final. I hope I get USA. Uh, somebody good. At least if the USA is not there, Dominican for the hype crowd. I want to know. I want to know if it's Dominican. Like you could face them in you know like the semifinal. If like you face mm. the Dominican in the semifinal, then you gotta go play. Then you go play Japan. What would you rather do? Face the Japan and then go play Dominican, or face Dominican and then go play Japan? Japan first. Yeah. Yeah, because they're so different that if you get through that, it's like oh man. Yeah, I this really it's I feel like if you face the Dominican first, it's like facing uh, the Soviet Union in in, in the in, uh, in the Miracle Olympics, you know, in hockey. Uh, it's that's really what it is. You're facing the best team in the semifinals, and then you can just go uh, go to the championship. And you're playing, you know, a much lesser team, but obviously they made the championship. So, by the way, can I can I test your hockey knowledge because my New York Rangers are about to do something in the next two days that's what? just gonna be the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Uh, Patrick Kane, do you know who that is? I do know Patrick Kane. There we go. Yeah, I know Patrick Kane. Yeah, he's going to be traded to the Rangers in the next two days. It's like actually – it's not just me saying that. It's going to happen in the next two days. Is that guaranteed? Yeah, it's been a uh, salary cap maneuvering scheme for literally like four days where the Rangers have been playing with two they, – they put two players on the ice that only had one shift – so that they would accrue a certain amount of money so that they could afford you don't do that to your team mm-hmm. if you're if you're not getting Kane. You don't sit two players in a game while they're dressed. You just sit them. So Patty Kane now though. Huh? He's he's old, but the he's on his co- uh, contract year. Him and Vladimir Tarasenko won a cup with the Blues. <clears throat> and the Rangers are just this is they got to do it. You got the we're in our cup year. We're we're this is it. Yeah. It's got to be this year, all in. Got to be in again. Yeah. How about it? Yep. Uh, not many. I don't think anyone will care that listens. You know, just Rangers <laughs> during the Forest City season again, baby. Let's go. All right. Uh, that'll end this week of uh, Strictly Baseball Center Fielders next week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Strictly Sports P, Facebook and Instagram, Strictly Sports Productions. You can listen to this on any platform, and we will see you next time.